Just a quick note, if you didn't read the description of this episode, this is actually part two where we rank every single film in the Halloween series. Part one was released last Wednesday. If you haven't listened to that one, uh, go back and listen to it because that one kind of explains all the rules and how we're doing the rankings. And it also tells you uh, the top, I believe, five, four. I don't remember. And uh, also our favorite Halloween film because we wanted to get that one out of the way because it's really obvious. So go listen to it and then come back and hit play on this. Here we go. Well, hey, let's move on to, I guess, uh, I guess number seven, if those two were tied for eight. Again, I've... So now we're over the hump. We're starting to actually get into movies that are... We might actually enjoy, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So again, this film was one that we are all pretty close on. I had it as uh, number eight on my list. Bill and Renee, you guys were actually tied at number seven. Let's talk Hmm. about the latest Halloween movie. We're in Halloween Wow. Yeah. So uh, the freshest the freshest one in my memory for sure. The, the freshest kill, yes. Where did you have this? Uh, who uh, uh, this was number 8 on my list and it was gotcha. I believe number uh, Tell me if I'm wrong, but I think it was number 7 on on your list. You're Bill's right. List. You're right. We were okay. pretty darn close. Yeah, uh, now I'll talk uh, Okay, so this one's a bit one of the more disappointing ones because for the first mm-hmm. few minutes I thought this was going to be like maybe number 3 or 4. Yeah, because I, I really like the opening. It's it's beautifully filmed. Uh, Jason framed yeah. against the flames. I mean, even the stills are just like, oosh, this is good looking stuff there. And it's and it's a brutal, brutal opening sequence. Uh, you know, you can go back and say shouldn't have really happened because that was a good ending to the first one. But since the first one made a good bit of money, as did this one, they were definitely going to bring it back. And it's a more plausible way of getting him back alive than say halloween resurrection was uh and 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 i could even i would even argue i get the feeling the the filmmaker who made this is also a horror fan because the the fireman reaching down and uh michael reaching up is like totally Mm -hmm. the opening of bride of frankenstein i you know Mm -hmm. beat for beat. um okay so here's the problem with this movie this movie really (laughs) try it's this movie's trying to make him mythic and it fails it's it you know towards the end all right okay halloween the 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 new halloween movie that this is the sequel of was actually criticized by a number of people for being right wing uh, which kind of blew my mind when i saw it i was yeah yes because because they uh you know like people fight back and they get guns and stuff and as we know only right wingers get guns if michael myers was going through your neighborhood and this was yeah. something go okay quakers would be going to the gun shop and picking up yeah. guns i mean every sane person and you're like well you should let the police handle it they're the first ones who got slaughtered all the first responders are dead in the first 15 minutes of this movie you know yeah. or incapacitate you're on your own in fact you could argue this movie is even more pro nra than the first one is because this one shows you not only do you need to have a gun but you need to learn how to use it and subscribe to an nra magazine so you don't shoot your stupid self in the head because you've never handled a gun in your life. I that part. That was pretty <laughs> yeah. good, actually. Uh, but you're screaming. You're screaming at the, at the you know, it's like, guys, I, I realize you're not going to hit him every time. But hit him once. But you know <laughs> what? It wouldn't matter because he's now become a zombie. He's now, uh, you can shoot him as many times you want. You can beat him. You can do all these things. He's going to come back stronger than ever because they introduce, and maybe it's just the morphine talking, but Jamie Lee Curtis, who unfortunately is pretty much incapacitated for the whole movie, so she's there, but she really isn't, yeah. is mm-hmm. introducing this idea that our hate 
makes him stronger. Well, then what the hell chance do we have? Are we supposed to sit around and sing Kumbaya and that's going to make him, you know, go away? There's, there's no hope. You either die like a sheep or you fight back and die like a slightly armed sheep. Uh, there, there's, it, it, that's a, that's a bleak thing there. I don't yeah. like that. I don't like him being a demon. Freddy's the demon. All right. I don't like him being a zombie. Jason's the zombie. He's a guy, but apparently he's an indestructible guy who I might add is older than me. And, <laughs> and I just went to the well, gym again, the other day and I can barely lift my arms <laughs> over my head. Okay. In, in this film, in this film, he's been in, he's been in prison incarcerated since uh, 1980, uh, 1978. So like you said, he's been in the weight room for 40 years. Oh, yeah. working out. Uh, he's been, yeah, he's, he's been he's definitely, like uh, he's yeah. jacked. Yeah, yeah, he's, he is. He, he pulls <laughs> trains with his teeth and everything. It's like that J.K. Um, that J.K. Simmons photo where he, J.K. Simmons is yeah. like 70 posted the picture right. of him. Yeah. It's terrifying. <laughs> terrifying. Yeah. Um, but here's the thing. Here's the thing that actually I, I criticized the movie for this, but I can't blame them for it because this is something that I thought I would like, which is that the characters in this movie, the victims are actually quite likable. Yeah. And, um, but that just make it turns out that's not really what I really want because it just makes their deaths disappointing and sad. So we're introduced right. to a, a nice old couple, and then the nice lady gets a fluorescent tube shoved through her neck. We yeah, get we get a nice gay couple, and then you know Big Richard and Little Richard both get killed. And you're like, no, not Big <laughs> Richard, and and which which apparently, and I, I have to believe this is just trolling, but apparently some people have gone on Facebook and they're accusing Michael of being homophobic, and it's like, no, you're missing oh the point. He's the last, he's the least homophobic guy out there. He doesn't care what you are. He's going to kill you. You know, he is a he is truly progressive in in his uh, killing. Um, you know, but they introduce all these nice, likable characters who don't just go out like like sad little teenagers. But that just makes the movie seem unnecessarily brutal and mean. Right. And and then we try to get some social commentary. Oh, crowds or mobs are bad. And, you know, mm-hmm. mobs generally are bad. But again, if Michael Myers was running through your town and the cops and firemen are all dead, what choice would you have but to join a mob? You know, I mean, it, it's perfectly reasonable. I don't think these people should like feel bad about themselves for the rest of the. Oh, remember that time the serial killer killed? How many people does he kill in this movie? Two dozen, three dozen. You know, well, at uh, least on the low I end. Mean, yes, you know, and unfortunately, an innocent, crazy person, you know, jumped off a building because the mob, you know, got the wrong guy. But in the grand scheme of things in this movie, that's not really my biggest concern. You know, they're trying to do so much with this. They're trying to do social commentary. They're trying to go mythic. They're trying to do all this. And really, all they have is the middle movie of a trilogy. It's disappointing. I don't know that they're. And it didn't set it up in a way that I think, oh, boy, this next one's going to knock it out of the park. It it makes me think, oh, this next one's going to it's going to fail to stick the landing. But I guess we'll find out in a year, because it made a bucket load of money. It, it it knocked James Bond off the top of the charts after one week, and wow. this one this one cost considerably less than uh, James Bond did. So yeah, mm. this is pure profit. They've got to be happy with this. And it was it was streaming at the same time, even streaming at the same time, it made a ton of money. So yeah, that Halloween ends the next one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. Tell like me Final anything. Friday. We'll be in yeah. ten years. We'll be able to do a sequel to this podcast with another ten films that we're going to rank. <laughs> oh, absolutely! Yeah, uh, Renee, uh, do you want to? What are your thoughts on on Halloween Kills? Sure, I have 
it was really mixed. I had some mixed feelings on it. And I think, you know, it really boils down to a lot of what Bill said where it's like a, almost like a filler. It's, you know, it's the one in between the first and the last. So there's just not going to be a whole lot of stuff, resolution and whatnot happening. Um, but I did love um, Big John, Little John, or I really mm-hmm. love that it's Big Richard, Little Richard. Cause <laughs> I just think oh, that's yeah. kind of a big yeah. Richard. That's right. That was, yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, I loved a lot of the callbacks that they did, like those kids, those awful little shit kids that were wearing yeah, yeah. three masks. Yeah. Um, yes, that was that was a good callback. Yeah, and they kind of did a callback to like the one, um, we'll get there, but like that reference of like eating the candy bar with the razor blade in it. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting too, because Jamie Lee Curtis was kind of incapacitated through all of Halloween too. So it's kind of interesting that she yeah. was, yeah, yeah. kind of incapacitated during this too. Um, did you did you notice that the one criticism that everybody has of the original Halloween too is that it was the emptiest hospital in the world, and they decided to nip that right in the bud with this one. Yeah. This is the most crowded hospital I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, to be fair, Michael Myers had killed like forty people that night, so yeah, <laughs> things were coming in. I, 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 not to interrupt, but I actually yeah. do love the fact that I probably wouldn't have even realized this if it hadn't been for the fact that I watched them back to back. But the couple, the uh, the the husband and wife, the uh, the the nurse and doctor couple, yeah, that were introduced to, they were in the first movie. Oh, when when he's stalking through the neighborhood, they're getting into their car. They're the ones getting in the car. Yes. Oh my yes. god! Like, holy oh. shit! They so I don't know if they were like setting that up or if they were just like, oh, let's just bring, let's actually pretend that I don't even know if they're played by the same actors, but I was like, huh, that's kind of interesting. Holy shit. Yeah. I wonder if they'll be in the third one. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's fascinating. Good, good. Sure, yeah. Taking that gun sorry. class. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Continue. Um. Oh, um, oh, I really liked when they did close-ups of his face that like they just blacked his eyes out completely. I really like that a lot. I like um, the mask in this one. I thought the mask, yeah, this was yeah. a good mask. Yeah, I agree. The, the mask is the mask in both of these, like they finally got mm-hmm. back to right. uh to to masks that didn't look like shit. Thank yeah. God. Thank God. Um my last two on my love list are um more of the actors. Um Lindsay is played by Kyle Richards. Um, blah blah blah. She became a friggin' Real Housewife of Beverly Hills. Oh it God! It's okay. No, nobody could hate me more than I hate myself. It's fine. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I, uh, I, um, I actually am really glad that she was able to come back and do this. Um, I thought she did a really great job, and so I was happy for her that she was able to do that. And um, I will say. The casting of um, Anthony Michael Hall as Tommy Mm -hmm. is a little bit weird. However, I will always have love for Farmer Ted. And that's just uh, so I can't really be mad at him for that. But yeah, it's it's, definitely weird. Anthony Michael Hall makes sense because the original little kid in Halloween was just a regular little kid who would grow up to be a regular little guy, much like (laughs) Anthony Michael Hall was in 16 Candles. But after his experience here, he spent almost as much time in the weight room as a, as Michael did. So he grows up to be yeah. Anthony Michael Hall, who's all buffed up, and you're like, "Dang, what happened here?" It's a great point. Yeah, yeah. But but here's that another point yeah. that. But here's another thing. Um, one of the things I liked about Halloween H two O is that if I were Laurie Strode, 
I would leave that town and try to find some place on the opposite end of the earth, even if it were the middle of the ocean. I would not stay there. But apparently all these people who are so traumatized by this, they don't do the one thing that normal people do all the time when they have a bad experience. They move. They, yeah. they get the U-Haul truck and they put all their crap in the back and they go somewhere else that looks nothing like this place. And that way, if the bad thing ever comes back, uh, you're not all in one spot. It's like, oh, I didn't get that nurse the first time. Eh, we fixed that. There's another loose end tied up. <laughs> make it I'm easy for the guy, movie. why don't you? Yeah, I want one of, actually you do it. I want someone to make a movie where Michael is following her to somewhere where he has to like go buy a plane ticket. and. So basically, Jaws, Jaws 4. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll put, we'll put Michael Caine in it. So it'll yeah, be just like sure. perfect. Get him out of retirement. Buy him another house. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Can can I can I give my uh, my notes? On Absolutely. Renee, Renee, Go ahead. Renee, did you have anything else you wanted to discuss? I only have my hate list. Um, <laughs> yeah. Go for it. Yeah. Good. You go. Okay. Um, my hate list is the dialogue was pretty terrible, especially the granddaughter, because like when they're in the car and she's like. He is the hunter, and now we hunt him, or something. It was yeah. so freaking yeah. stupid. Uh, uh, like um, someone's writing this down. Did you get that? Right. Right. Yeah. Um, if if she then, if she'd been like an Instagram while she was oh, saying yeah, that, yeah. it would have been perfect. You know, it's like, yeah, that's well, okay. Right. Yes, that's totally what it was. It was like an Instagram sound clip mm -hmm. that they were just like, let's make it a line in the movie. Um, <laughs> and I agree too. Like the mob was a little bit intense. There was way too much family drama, um, and that whole sad patient issue where it's like it's nobody hearing them like you would think of everybody would be pe kind of paying attention to what Lori is maybe saying but right. nah, fuck what she says um right. and also the worst mob ever because <laughs> yeah they needed more pitchforks <laughs> like y'all just stop halfway you can't do that you gotta keep going anyway that's my that's my hate list and there you go take it <laughs> you know but i do think actually modern people make bad mobs you know mobs mobs were way better back in the day because they did it so often and now it, it's so job. seldom yeah people really don't know what to do they end up doing stupid stuff like you know i don't know just stealing big screen tvs for you know a cause or something or just like randomly going into nancy pelosi's office i mean it's like just like this you, you guys are a disgrace you're a disgrace to mobs you know give me an old frankenstein where they have the torches and those those weird looking rakes and i don't know what they thought they were going to do with them uh, that's a good point, actually. Yeah, and well, they showed up in every movie because it was the same. They just used the same stock footage. You know, this time they're chasing a mummy. Next time they're chasing the werewolf. But it's the same crowd. Rakes and torches. Uh, well, uh, yeah, I think if I think if you put torches in the hands of a mob uh, today in a movie, that that would be seen as something else. So yeah, true. <laughs> I think that would be seen as an actual uh, commentary. So yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so what's that? They just burn themselves. I mean, giving them guns turned out to be a bad idea. No, no, no. I was, I was, I was talking about that. Uh, yeah, never mind. It's, yeah. We won't get too political, but um, yeah, just think of the last time that we saw a mob with torches and. Uh, oh, that's right, tiki yeah, torches. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. see, perfect example, tiki torches. I mean, you know, mm. if you're going to do that, just cross off the idea of torches. Better to walk around with nothing than a tiki torch. <laughs> Honestly, whatever point you're trying to make, that <laughs> it, it's gone. It's yeah. like. The, they're carrying tiki torches. Like, okay, dude, whatever. Um, all right. Well, let, let me let me weigh in on this one because I have a, I had a lot of thoughts. I I obviously did, this was the final. I watched everything in order, so this was the most recent one I watched. 
uh, obviously this first, the only one that, you know, it's my first time watching it. A mm-hmm. um, couple of notes, things I love. Uh, I do love that they brought back some of the actors. Uh, I was, I, I didn't uh, really look at the cast list before I watched the movie. So when the opening credits came on and Charles Cyphers was in there, my first reaction was, oh. wait, Charles Cyphers is still alive? Yeah. Um, and then, yeah. By, oh yeah, awesome. Charles Cyphers is back. Um, he doesn't really do anything in this movie, probably because he's like 90 and the, you know, they probably had him on set for like one day. Um, but I do love the fact that they brought it back as uh, Lee Brackett. Um, hmm. Also kind of funny that they brought back, oh man, what's her name? Uh, hold up, I have it on. Uh, uh, Nancy Stevens as uh, Marion uh, because they made it a very, you know, that was kind of the one of the pivotal points in H2O is that she, they bring her back in that movie and she dies. Um, mm-hmm. She's, you know, the, uh, the nurse uh, yeah. that uh, I kind of hate it in this movie. Like you said, Bill, I feel like, they introduce a bunch of characters and then they all have like very, very trivial deaths, um, yeah. which I don't know, maybe that was the point, but um, yeah, I don't know. It felt kind of stupid. They're like, Oh yeah, here are all these characters that we're bringing back um, and you actually get to like some of them. And yeah. then I, I am with you. I don't like trivial deaths. Death should mean something. Yeah. Um, I actually did think uh, now wasn't the, uh, the other patient. He's the guy from the first movie. It's funny. Cause when uh, I can't remember the daughter's name, Judy Greer's character, um, when she was like going, when, when she found him in the hospital, I thought he was going to murder her. I mm-hmm. thought he was going to attack her. I, I thought that was the, the direction they were going. Cause in the first movie, yeah. well, well, no, the there's, there's a line. I, I correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe I'm misremembering, but I seem to remember there's a line when they're out in the, uh, the outdoor area and the doctor tells the guy, he's like, uh, tie your shoe your shoelaces untied make sure to tie it because that guy i can't remember his name has like an interest in the i, I don't remember the actual line i thought mm-hmm. it meant that he like killed people with shoelaces or something but i was kind of disappointed when he didn't try to kill her um maybe mm-hmm. just because her character is super annoying to me um yeah. anyways uh i i do kind of like i actually do kind of like the the town versus michael myers thing that's that's been uh brought up before it was in halloween four you know when they go out there the posse goes out and they're yeah. trying to find him um, I do like the fact that this this film answers the question because I think everyone who's ever watched these movies has been like, okay, how? Yeah, sure. Michael Myers stalks teenagers. He kills people one by one. Whatever. He's you know like a shadow in the night. What happens if a bunch of people just go at once and try to kill him? The answer yeah. is he fucks everyone up. Right. I kind of like that. It was like, oh, all these like super jacked like uh, firefighters with axes. No, he's gonna fuck all of them up. All these like people in the street with you know guns and knives and stuff. He's going to fuck all of them up. I, I don't know. Again, I don't know if this works. At, like you said, Bill, it's like, I don't know if this is the character. I don't know if this is the direction mm-hmm. that I want Michael Myers to take, um, but it's still made for some like, okay, yeah, this is, this was, they were at least showing us something that we haven't seen before. Um, so there's a, kind of the things I like about this movie. I think the things I don't like, uh, I think you guys nailed it. Uh, the thing that I thought of when I was watching this movie was this movie wants to be the empire strikes back of this new Halloween trilogy. Uh, this is, the, the unfortunate thing is, this is not an Empire Strikes Back. This is uh, more of a Clone Wars. <laughs> of, because yeah. it's like, yeah, it's like, it feels like everything is a setup. It's, it's like, you, uh, they, they start by, I actually loved, I, I, I don't know, I kind of loved the fact that we go back just because of nostalgia, but also like, then they have this whole backstory with the sheriff and it's like, oh, I, you know, he actually killed someone and he also, you know, didn't kill Michael when he had the chance. And, and then they make, you know, they make up this other kid 
and all that stuff. It, I don't know. We spend a lot of time on some of these subplots that don't actually matter at all. And maybe they're going to, yeah. maybe there's going to be a payoff in Halloween ends, but it really felt like we spent a lot of time talking about things that didn't really matter to the plot. Um, which I, my note was there. Wow. We are really convoluting the storyline in this trilogy um, <laughs> because, and then they also doubled down on the whole thing. It was like, Oh, Michael wasn't going to, to Lori. It was the doctor who brought him there. He was really just trying to go home, which is what he ultimately does. And it's like, Oh, oh okay. Um, but I actually kind of like the fact, like the scary thing to me in H2O is that he is stalking her. He, like she is his prey, um, mm-hmm. which I guess isn't, actually the case in this movie but then if you just let him go to the house and just leave him there maybe he'll be happy and quit killing people i don't know um the big mystery is like where's he gonna go he goes in a straight line for the same place and all you gotta do is stay out of that way and yeah and put a tank in there and on the street between the house and yeah um this also i believe that this movie uh this is a halloween movie with laurie strode where laurie strode doesn't meet michael myers like you said she's basically just in bed the whole time and it's like uh it feels like you got jamie lee curtis back uh feels like kind of a waste i'll have a similar similar comment when we get to halloween 2018 yeah and then god yeah just just too much too much trying to do backstory to characters that i don't care about um i think that was my biggest complaint again yeah the anthony michael hall thing um this is going to be unfair to him but um i actually really like him he's been he has a recurring role on the goldbergs which is a hilarious show and he's really funny in that but now it's like kind of like him coming back and doing serious stuff i'm like ah kind of like you i think you're actually better as a comedic actor but i don't know um he didn't do a terrible job but yeah yeah it was kind of weird like bringing him back i totally yeah i definitely prefer him as a comedic actor yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so i don't know it's again i i like a lot of the actors this is a very well-made film um i even like uh will Patton, who plays officer hawkins uh i think he's a great actor i just don't think they really do anything interesting with him Mm -hmm. so that's that's uh, that's kind of my my take i think this is it's not yeah like we talked about this is not the worst Halloween movie just because there are so many bad Halloween movies, but it's definitely kind of middle of the road. Um, it's kind of, it's, it's one of the more disappointing ones in that, in that yeah, it has exactly. the potential to be better. Uh, yeah. I think exactly. you're right. It, it wanted to be the, it wanted to be uh, empire strikes back empire strikes back. Yeah. But I think it's more like the last Jedi, not to get in all the politics <laughs> there, but just in, in the sense yeah. of it divides, yes. it's divided yes. the audience and it's also, set things up in a way that I think is actually going to hurt the payoff. Mm. You know, uh, it's subverted expectations, but you know what, whenever, whenever filmmakers brag about how they, oh yeah, the audience thought we were going to do this, but we went this way. It's like, yeah, because the audience has been trained to know what makes a good story and you decided to pull the rug out from them. But you know what? There's a reason why that good story formula has been working since like Homer. Yeah. So thanks with you. Congratulations for your subversion, dude. But uh, anyway. Yeah. All right. We need to move on. But first, a world exclusive video store junkies trivia piece. Um, Ooh. <laughs> all right. So uh, this is this is very stupid. I'm happy to have too much. No. But wow. this, occurred, this, this occurred to me while I was watching it. It's too good to share. Uh, not to share. Uh, you guys mentioned Big John and Little John. Yes. Uh, love, love both of them, by the way. Love those characters. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I don't under. It's funny because 
I think that the if people are saying it's homophobic because they're gay and they get yeah, murdered, they're idiots. I'm also hearing a lot of people saying that this movie is too woke because it has gay characters. So I guess you can't oh, please there anyone. There you go. No, no, um, you can't please any damn body. And that's why if you if you're a filmmaker, if you are any kind of artist and you give more than two shits about what what the audience, what the audience on Twitter, let's cut it down, uh, thinks about you, you will be doomed. I'm never going to read a review on Goodreads. I am, uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I promise I'm never going to, just don't do it. It, it. It's, you'll crush yourself. These people, these are professional people. These are the people who walk down the street in key cars. They don't even know whose cars they are. They just, they get joy at pissing on people's cornflakes. So yeah, that, that's the stupidest thing. I mean, both, both I can't, you know, I, but I don't even believe that those people believe that. I guess some do. Oh, they they're, don't. They're, they're just trolling. They're just trolling. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and some of the news people, they're like, they find three people say something on Twitter. Or like some say it's like three people on Twitter with 12 <laughs> followers each. Who cares? When did this become yeah. news? Well, let's get to my stupid pointless trivia. Um, ah. Little John. Does anyone rec- recognize Little John? Played by my, a, a favorite of mine. So I, I recognize him instantly. Michael McDonald. Does anyone oh, remember? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Michael, okay, sorry. Let I was thinking of the other guy. What was he Let me do it. Let me do it. I want to do it. What, what, okay, what uh, do you do? TV, Stuart, Mad TV. Stuart. Let me do it. Oh, oh my God, really? Yeah. So that's Michael oh. McDonald. Michael oh, I McDonald. hated that character, but that, but he was good at it. Just, I didn't know. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, that, it's funny that, the first wow. time. Not so funny the yeah, second time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Michael, yeah. Michael McDonald also... In, a, in, a, in another film, an, a, another classic comedy film from, I believe, 1997, a little movie called Austin Powers, wherein he gets run over by a steamroller, which is being driven <laughs> by Austin Powers. Do you guys remember who played Austin Powers in uh, Austin yeah. Powers? Myers. Yeah. <gasps> That's it. <Whoa. laughs> That's the truth. Uh-huh. Michael McDonald has been killed by Mike Myers and Michael Myers on screen. That's wow. the piece of trivia. That's what I was that's typing up the whole time. <laughs> outstanding. I'm... Yeah, that's that's awesome. Yeah. Okay, let's move on with that our lives. That was life. a great scene though with the with the steam. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's that? Oh yeah, yeah. That, it's a great scene. That, that's that's yeah. the, the only reason I, I I thought of that was because I remember that scene because yeah, I also I just love him in that movie. Um, let's move on to number six. Uh, I will say Halloween Kills uh, had a a overall score of seventeen. Uh, very, very close uh, to that one is number six, which has a score of 19. Got uh, five points from Bill, six points from me, and a whopping eight points from Ooh. Renee. So maybe oh, we'll yeah. let Renee kick off the discussion of Halloween for the return of Michael Myers. Let me. Uh, yeah. Let me think about this and uh, if I think the, about this I mean let me pull up my notes yeah the, the um, rankings just because it's very confusing because I'm talking about points that don't actually re- uh, directly translate to the rankings but um, it was number eight on Bill's list number seven on my list and number five on your list and that was number four the return Halloween for the return of Michael Myers Halloween was, four we're apologizing for Halloween yeah. three please come back yeah, that's a, a very, very intentionally titled film. Yeah. Um, so, again, I can kind of give you my, my love and hates. Um, oh, I will say, though, when, when they were talking about how, like, the oh, the conser- they're making fun of, like, conservative people. They had a literal MAGA hat mob in that first one because those dudes were wearing red hats. Mm. They were, oh. like, they were seriously... Oh. Yeah. So I'm like, I thought it was really just a callback to kind of that mob. Um, 
yeah i thought donald pleasance was so good uh i loved the bit when he was getting the ride by the priest 100 percent. that's yeah. on my list yeah sayer loved it so loved it. so weird so good yeah yes uh, yeah absolutely i thought actually they did a pretty good job with like cinematography and the lighting i thought they really tried um i thought they really tried you guys um, <laughs> yeah points for trying yeah and i also in a in like a stupid funny way i like michael can drive a stick shift but he doesn't really know how to use a, a shotgun because like he, he's in the rocking chair oh. which i kind oh. of like this because to me it was like a callback to ghost michael where he's like in the rocking chair like with his shotgun but then he gets up and stabs like slutty yeah. kelly with the shotgun <laughs> yeah. good. which i love yeah yeah michael should never use a gun oh, yeah that's just absolutely that's so yeah i thought that was pretty great um however there was i think the cry there was a lot of crying again i think that was a foreshadowing there's gonna be more crying and there were shitty kids that were just too young for them to kill and that bothered me because mm, it's like they yeah. were teenagers i'll be like hey, i can't wait till you die but we <laughs> like six-year-olds or whatever um yeah i, I don't like seeing kids die little kids yeah, little kids, right? Yeah. Unless it's that movie, Mama. That shit was really funny. Because um, <laughs> it was just so stupid by the end. Anyway, um, the everybody getting lost while they're trick-or-treating. Like, how do you get lost in your own neighborhood? Well, like, those masks are really hard to see through. Right? I mean, you, you guys don't, uh, you don't know. The 70s, oh, this was more 80s and everything. But those masks were the worst. They were made out of some kind of plastic that i'm sure gave us all cancer and and yeah. if you if you breathe in for more than a minute that humidity is like dripping your own sweat was just and and uh the worst couldn't see for crap and then they would set you out walking down the street it's a miracle we survived yeah so yeah i can see you getting lost sure yeah i hated that they started barricading the house and nobody swept the house first um so it's like that oh whole, yeah lock the killer inside with you a classic blunder yes um and that of course rachel um i thought she was pretty cool she really tried um and her stupid brady boyfriend whatever he was he sucks um <laughs> but i think to me like the most offensive part was what was up with michael he looked i saw this guy online he was like he looked like pat from snl and he totally <laughs> did like his oh, arms and shoulders yep. were all like Hoo -hoo. it was so and the mask looked terrible <gasps> Yeah, so it's white, weird. just pasty white. One of my notes on this is continues the trend of the shapes mask looking absolutely horrible. Mm -hmm. yeah. So yeah, 100%. Yeah. Which it's funny because like the mask is so iconic, but so many of these like middle sequels somehow mess it up and make it look horrible. See, and now you... I swear I read an article way back in the day where they they basically said that they you know they couldn't keep using the original right, mask right. because it was a Shatner mask and they didn't right. want to pay Shatner yeah. the money that he would probably ask for it, which I'm sure would be a lot because I see what people oh, yeah. pay for his autograph and and yet when I I told that to my wife she's like oh, I think you're crazy and I went to look for any evidence of what I'm saying was true and I can't find it so I don't know if I imagine that or what but apparently they work out the deal because now it looks pretty much. You know, they've yeah. gone back to it having a kind of a Shatner-esque quality it to it. Because it's like more of a Captain Kirk mask, right? So like, Yeah, I mean, it was, sort of... oh, I don't think he gets anything, but Paramount's not much better when it comes to making deals, so. Yeah, so that's really interesting. That's a good point. It's very interesting. I'll bet, I'll bet, I'll bet that original mask must go for a fortune on eBay now, you know? 
to, to get one of Yeah, if they haven't all like disintegrated by this point. Oh, I'm sure they actually you're right. Latex is awful. Yeah. 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 That's in John Carpenter's house. <laughs> yeah. I think that was Don Post uh masks. Oh yeah, yeah. Those were high quality stuff back in the Which day. I, I believe they they did the mask for uh Halloween three. Oh. oh yes, I remember them they were selling those. Yeah, you could yeah. you could have bought those. That'd be a good collector's item, or they'd also be crumbled to, yeah. to nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know what else. Uh, what else? Bill, do you have any other comments on? Uh, yeah, you know, this is this is kind of I, I rated this one not that much, not that well, did I? It's it's a forgettable one. I mean, it kind of it does bring it back. Um, here he is again. So <laughs> I, they killed off Jamie Lee off screen at least. Um, mm. So I just didn't have a whole lot of interest in this. I mean. When you get right down to it, Michael is again, he's like the shark in Jaws. I he doesn't have a whole lot to him. So you either have to come up with some background stuff, and I haven't been too fond of when they did that, or you have to come up with some new characters to care about. And they haven't done a great job with that either. I mean, this is I, I believe Carpenter and Deborah Hill were still involved with Halloween three. Yeah. But yeah, this, they were gone. By this point, they were just like collecting whatever they sent them for residuals. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, I think I think after after Halloween three failed and they couldn't do because originally they, they wanted to do another one that was not Michael Myers. Right. Then it failed. And I guess, you know, Mustafa Akkad was like, you guys are smoking something. So they, they didn't want to go back to Michael Myers. Yeah. I, and I, I, I'm with them. I understand why, because from a from a creative standpoint, there's not a whole lot of there there. Yeah. You know, even if they'd stuck around and kept on doing this, the next few films would have been better because they could scarcely have been worse. But it would not have been creatively worthwhile. And I think the two of them probably made some serious good coin on oh, the first oh, few yeah. films and everything. So, you know, when you're at that point where you're successful enough, you have your house, you have your car, you got more money in the bank than you'll ever be able to uh, lose. At that point, you start thinking of your legacy. You start thinking of it, it, making these movies takes two years of your life. One year if you're doing some of the bad sequels. But, you know, that's a lot for something. To make a movie that you're not committed to when you don't need the money makes no sense. Yeah. So I'm, I'm totally with them. I understand. I understand what, why they did it. I, I envy them. <laughs> John Carpenter, I mean, I think he he actually admits that the only reason he was involved with two, he wrote two. The only reason he did that was for the money. But he's also a filmmaker who's only ever directed one sequel, I think. Right. Escape from L.A. Yeah, I think that's the only time he's ever done a sequel. And that was just yeah. him, him and Kurt Russell being like, hey, wouldn't this be fun? Um, so, and, yeah. and the answer was no. So he should have stuck to his guns <laughs> for, for them, maybe. <laughs> yeah, they, I'm sure they had a great time. Yeah. yeah, they should have made a movie about the making of that movie. Oh, man. Oh man. Um, yeah. yeah, I think, I think we're, I think we're kind of aligned, uh, Bill. Yeah. I think, I think, so yeah, you had this at number eight. I had this at number seven. Mm. Um, my, my comments on this were, yeah, that there were actually some, again, like the thing that I love the most about this movie is the Loomis chasing Michael sequences and like the whole, yeah, the whole Sayer thing. Love that. Um, there are actually just a couple of like shots, like the shot where he's like, uh, walking down the road and like the uh, the the jocks and the cheerleader like stop, but it's like slow motion and they're like beckoning him. I don't know. I kind of like that. It's kind of weird. It's kind of artsy. Again, I think that Danny Hill, Danielle Harris. I usually hate kids in movies, so the fact that she was a really good actress at such, mm -hmm. such a young age keeps me. I mean, if if they had cast any other actress or, or another like worst actress in this movie, this would probably be much lower. Just because I I hate kids. 
Um, <laughs> wow. I, yeah. So I, th- I think my like bottom line is like, yeah, I wish this had just been a movie about Loomis. And I think this is where I was originally thinking about that. Um, Cause I mentioned what uh, Halloween too, but like, just get rid of the, get rid of the Jamie Lloyd stuff because as much as I love her, like, yeah, they killed the main character off screen, which as you mentioned earlier is just like super offensive. Anytime they do that, they're like, Oh yeah, Laurie Strode. Yeah. Too bad she died. Anyways. Yeah. Um, <laughs> better, better. <laughs> um, also, okay. The other stuff that I, that I kind of don't like about this movie. Some of the horror sequences do get a little bit tedious. Um, there, I also hate the fact that like, they are trying to make Michael Myers into uh, much more of, I guess, like an epic boogeyman, like he's threatening the whole town. But he does a whole bunch of stuff really inadvertently. Like, they, uh, you know, he attacks Loomis uh, or, or he faces Loomis at the uh, that gas station. But the only reason that Loomis can't, like, warn people is because, oh, somehow the, uh, the, the uh, phone line goes down when he's, like, driving out. And then, and then for some reason, for some total random reason, he just happens to be at a power station to attack a guy to throw him into the Transformers to blow out the, uh, the, the uh, power to the entire town. Like, it's like, it, I don't know. It's, it's kind of weird that he's like inadvertently like becoming more of a threat, but it's like, he's not a mastermind. He's just I guess, like killing people in the right places. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I kind of hated that. So yeah, I think it's a, a perfectly watchable Halloween film. It's definitely the best of, like I said, if you slice it up, this is kind of a trilogy that yeah. just goes straight downhill. <laughs> and uh, this is probably the one that I would watch if I had, if you force me to go and rewatch one of them uh, a couple times. This and it's the movie that saved the franchise because you know it, it, it did save. Well, yeah, which you, you know, know, for better or for worse, for yeah, better or worse, hadn't done well, then uh, we. Well, I mean, they, pro- they you, probably would have made like the new Halloween, but yeah, it, sort of in the same way that um, Nightmare on Elm Street three saved that franchise. Yeah. But Nightmare on Elm Street three is actually a great movie. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Not so. Stay much tuned this. for our next episode. Oh, we're oh, definitely we, gonna rank. Jaws. We're gonna rank all of the after Jaws. I, yeah, we're doing the Nightmare on Elm Streets. Hundred <laughs> percent. Are we really gonna do Jaws? <laughs> I'm up for it. It's just I mean, fear in Bill's voice. We'll, we'll talk I, I don't about think, it. I don't think there's any need for us to do any ranking because the, that one is is real simple. Yeah. One, two, three, <laughs> four in that order. You know. There you go, folks. If you can count, then you can rank the Jaws movies. Two um, episodes in one. Well, yeah. we we are in. We are now. If we want to move on, unless anyone has yeah. any final comments, we're in the t- technically the top five, although the top four because we already know what the top one is. Right. Um, so let's talk about the uh, the fifth film uh, in our rankings. And again, we were all pretty close. Uh, well, actually, I take that back. Bill and Re- uh, me and Renee, Renee and I were pretty close on this one. I gave it eight points. Renee gave it seven. Uh, but Bill actually, I think, had the highest rating. He gave it ten points. And again, since <laughs> this is all very confusing, uh, yeah. I'll just repeat that it's number five on my list, number six on Renee's list, and number three on Bill's list. So, Bill, what do you love about mm-hmm. Halloween twenty eighteen? Why do you think this is the third okay. best Halloween movie? I can sum it up in three words: Jamie Lee Curtis. They this this movie. Okay, move okay so, yeah, right, right. Where does it go? So this movie basically says uh, everything that you've disliked about everything that happened since Halloween one. Rest your weary head because they never happened. It just never happened. We are we are going Japanese with our continuity here. It's uh, just we wave your hands and it's all gone. This is the sequel to Halloween one. That's great. There was no two, three, four, five, nothing. None of that ever happened. That and, actually is and, pretty good. <laughs> yeah. And and yeah. so I, so right off the bat, you've got a lot of goodwill from me. And we go, here's Jamie Lee, and it's years later. 
And this makes perfect sense to me. She got the hell out of Dodge, <laughs> which is exactly what I would do. She's changed her name. She's developed a drinking problem. So would I, <laughs> if I've gone through that. Uh, lesser things than that have driven people to the bottle. But she's 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 making it work. She's struggling. She's got her demons. But uh, she's making it work, more or less. Strained relationships, uh, awkward things and everything. And then here comes that bastard. Oh, she faked her death, too, which is a really cool, you know, that, that's a Jim Morrison thing to do. And um, headmistress at a private school. Now, that's that's a mistake. Wait. See, there's a mistake. Because I I'm think, thinking, I okay. Think, Bill, you're thinking about the wrong movie here. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> Halloween H2O? H2O? That's when she's a head, the headmistress. Oh, which one am I doing now? Halloween 2018. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Sorry, I screwed it up. Holly, yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, you, 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 I like this, this one, too. You hadn't mentioned the, it? Yeah, the, all, all the things, I'm sorry. All the, hold on. All the things that you were saying actually pertain to 2018. Yeah. Because I, Halloween H2 is a sequel to Halloween 2. This is a sequel to Halloween 1. Gotcha. So you, you're, you're right. actually correct there. You're right. You're right. She, she um, has a drinking problem in both films. That's why I didn't stop does. you earlier. She <laughs> does. Uh, yeah. Me. But, but here, she stayed in the hometown, which makes no sense. No sense at all. Now or she's slightly, just like, slightly out, five minutes away from the hometown. Where everyone <laughs> knows, everyone knows about yeah. this. Like, Here's that scary lady who survived that and everything. It's like, get out of town. Go somewhere else where you can be the scary lady who's just scary because she's scary and has a lot of guns. Lots of guns. And has tricked up her house to be a, a, a you know, a death trap. Which, you know, uh, how do you explain that to the contractor there? It's like, oh, why do you want to have these retractable bars in the basement? Just shut up and do what I told you to do. And, Pick a better color for the linoleum, you know, mm. is uh, I, bet, I bet that costs way more money than she thought it was going to, because anytime you start tricking up your house, boy, do the bills pile up, you know, and suddenly they got to tear out wiring and shit. Uh, yeah, I like this one. It was, this was good. The mask is scary as bleep. They, um, you know, it's, it just, this feels like if you talk to the fans, uh, what do you want to see? It was like, we want to see Jamie Lee Curtis and she's, and the, but now she's, she's, taking it to the man and, and, you know, kind of a Wes Craven-y sort of thing where you see people fighting back. I like movies where the people fight back. They sure they usually lose, but it's good. And, and she has the right, she's haunted by this even more so than H2O. I mean, she's, she's really in rough shape here. I like that Jamie Lee Curtis is one of those actresses that has allowed herself to age. Yeah. I really do admire that. Uh, you know, no snark intended at all. I mean, I understand Hollywood's a brutal business, and by the time you hit 40, you might as well be 70. So I get why people do what they do, <clears throat> but you just make yourself unhirable. You've got a baby-ass smooth face and a wrinkly neck, and you can only get so many things facelifted. You know, you can only lift so much. And she's aged, as have we all, as has her fans, as have I. Um, I like that. So she's she can still portray these roles. She can still act in these movies if she done what so many of them do i'm not gonna pick on any in particular but it's pretty easy to find them they don't get any roles anymore because they're not young and they're they don't look old they, mm -hmm. they look botoxed you know yeah. so I, I you know i like that she, she's got she's got the the scars of age and she's a good enough actress to make them look like she's been haunted by the memory of having survived this experience so i thought that was this was a great return bring things back. It's not, it doesn't have the kind of ugliness of the Rob Zombie films. Um, and they set it up pretty well for a sequel. And Halloween Kills you know, is what it is. Yeah. 
Uh, Renee, what are your thoughts on Halloween 2018? Enjoyed this. Um, I actually uh, had it rated a little bit higher and, and made some last minute tweaks to my list. Um, so, you know, I I actually kind of really like the way that it opened with that kid and his dad in the car, and he's like, "Dad, I like hang. I love I love hanging out with you." Like he was so yeah. like emotionally mature, like little kid. Yeah, dancing like, is my thing. Yeah, dance class. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, like he's all into his dance class. I thought that was kind of cute. Um, and again, they had so many great callbacks to the original, which they kind of continued into Kills, but I kind of left it as my commentary for this one also, which is, you know, she was like lurking outside of the school, um, like Michael had yeah. done to her. Yeah, um, it was a great callback. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. And then fun fact, trivia, uh, PJ Souls yeah. was the voice of the teacher. Who I, I believe is I believe is talking about the same thing that the teacher was talking about in Halloween, the original Halloween during oh. the scene, right? Oh, excellent. You know what? I the, the curriculum hasn't changed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> actually, pretty accurate. Um, yeah, so I like that. I think they even had like a POV shot of what Lori was seeing, like from her perspective, and I thought that was kind of cool because you know previously it was always kind of Michael's mm. perspective of things. Um, so I I really dug that whole situation like what she was kind of turning into from the whole thing um i uh i also love that kid in the beginning because they they just killed him off and i was like yeah like this is yeah like we're not gonna take you know it's like ah kids are it's fine it's they're not off limits so i thought that was pretty great um and uh a lot of the obnoxious teens i kind of appreciated having them back because i knew they were gonna die and it's nice having that again Hmm. (laughs) <laughs> the scene when Jamie Lee Curtis was in the house and she's like, gotcha, you're dead. Um, and then she starts running around and she's like, your window's open, your back door is unlocked. And I was like, oh, it's just like when dad comes to visit. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, what is going on? You're going to get murdered. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, but my my dislikes, a little similar to the, the other one is, I just really didn't. I know it's about family and I know I can't be like too critical because I was going to say, you know, like Rob Zombie should probably like grow a little bit and expand from his like veneer of what he does. But at the same time, so I can't really be upset about it, but I just don't like the introduction of the granddaughter um, and grandmother who calls her yeah, grandmother, grandmother, grandmother. <laughs> yeah. Like, that same thing. Hella dumb. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I thought she also had a shitty boyfriend. It's like, why are all the boyfriends shitty in this movies movies? Um, yeah. And those and the freaking kitchen Island decoy, which was like the worst decoy ever. Cause it didn't even work. <laughs> yeah. So it was just weird. Or was that intentional? Or Ooh. was it? That Ooh. is true. They did. I mean, they did trap him. She had a trap set. So that is true. I mean, ultimately, yeah. that's true. Um, I want to see the Home Alone kid go up against Michael. Oh my god! <laughs> did I? Oh my god! I'm just gonna. Quick it writes segue. itself. But but, right? but 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 present day Macaulay Culkin, not as oh a yeah yeah present no. day yeah. <laughs> there was a thing online it. that said that Macaulay Culkin um, from from Home Alone, like his character, Kevin McAllister, that's it. Yeah. Kevin McAllister grew up to be the guy from Saw. <laughs> oh. oh, I like it. I like yeah. it. He's Jigsaw. Yeah, he's Jigsaw. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. love it. Yeah, there you go. 
All right. So yeah, that's kind of my thing. I liked it. It had a few things. You know, I probably, if I spent more time, you know, reanalyzing my list, like we talked about, I um, would have probably made some, probably bumped it up a little again. Yeah. Um, Which you keep mentioning it, but time. people, people at home, she's not lying. She sent me like three different versions of her, her rankings <laughs> in yeah. over the course of like two days. So Zach is very yeah. patient with me. <laughs> very, very patient. <laughs> Uh, well, I I kept telling her we'll we'll revisit this list when Halloween ends comes so comes out, so she'll have another chance to kind of rejigger stuff. But in twenty twenty three, yeah, or twenty twenty two, yeah, yeah, it's no, coming out next 2023 year. Twenty twenty three when oh twenty twenty three when yeah oh. Halloween. What did I say? Halloween rebegins. Halloween lives. <laughs> Halloween whatever. lives. <laughs> yeah. the, uh, we may have the given final you. chapter. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, the full title. Yeah, the full title will be Halloween Lives, despite the impression we may have given you at the end of the the last film. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so it's kind of interesting because I think if I hadn't rewatched this movie, I actually would have ranked it a bit higher. I remember liking it when it first came out, but that's probably, or I mean, I still like it. I, I remember lo loving it when it first came out. That's probably because the last three movies um, were yeah. great. Um, but it's kind of, yeah, so I will say one thing about David Gordon Green, because you're talking about Rob Zombie only doing one thing. Um, David mm. Gordon Green has had a very interesting career. He has. Um, so his, the, I think the first film I ever saw of his, uh, I actually watched it because, uh, this is very random, but I watched it because of uh, one of the uh, executive producers uh, on it. Um, he, this was, uh, I think his third film came out in 2004. It was called Undertow. Um, executive produced by Terrence Malick. Wow. Terrence, Terrence Malick. He worked with uh, Paul Schrader in an earlier film. His first movie was George Washington. It had like a bunch of uh, really, uh, it had like a ton of awards and stuff. Then he went on to make Pineapple Express and Your Highness. <laughs> and, then, yeah. and then eventually he got to Halloween. So he's had a very interesting career. Um, I think that he probably understands better than Rob Zombie what makes Halloween Halloween. Um, mm -hmm. I think that my problems... So, yeah, first of all, Michael Myers in this movie is great. Like I said, they brought Nick Castle back. That was, like, a huge deal. He's um, scary again. This is the first time in a while he's been scary. He is scary again. Like, uh, like yeah, I think, I think as, you know, I mentioned, by, by the time we got to the end of, you know, I mean, technically the last, like, semi mainline film was uh uh resurrection and you know he gets karate chopped by buster arms in that movie um but yeah he's scary again um he's not huge like tyler main so in this movie he does still look like a semi average dude but you know yeah he's scary um i think that my biggest problem on my rewatch with this one was just the fact that like okay yeah jamie lee curtis she's back it was a huge deal in 1998 it was a huge deal in 2018 anytime she comes back mm -hmm. you know everyone's going to be excited then we spend a whole lot of the movie not really focusing on jamie lee curtis i feel like we spend more time with like judy greer the daughter and, and the granddaughter and yeah i don't know man i just like I, I loved the take i loved the fact that yeah she had spent all this time um kind of you know preparing for another confrontation um i think i'm actually going to reserve some of my comments here because uh, a lot of my comments are actually comparing this to h2o and they're actually things that i think mm -hmm. h2o does better um but yeah ultimately i don't it's definitely not a bad movie uh it's never tedious there are some great scenes the opening scene um where you know they're in the the uh uh the institution 
and you know they he brings the mask out and then you know everyone's starting to freak out the dog's barking i mean that's that's actually a great scene um there's a lot of great stuff in this movie the scene where you see him where they're at the uh the the uh gas station and mm. she's like going to the bathroom and you see him in the background out of focus like beating someone to death um you know beating a mechanic to death like stuff like that is very well handled um also the you know it has a great callback to halloween 2 which we'll talk about later where he's you know stalking people which is where that couple comes in but yeah i, I don't know i think it's i think it's a great i think it's oh, i think it's a good halloween movie i don't think it's a great halloween movie um but i think i still think i would take this over which is why i ranked it like number what number five number six um i'd still take it over most of the other ones so yeah yeah i don't know anything else uh or do we want to move on to uh i, I like judy greer a lot that uh, part no, of it is because whenever I, when, I like i like her as an actress and also whenever i hear her voice it just makes me think of um archer so i I, oh. <laughs> I let me actually say let me actually say because i know that she listens and i don't want to offend her i, I actually oh, yeah. like judy greer i actually like her i just don't like her I don't like her character in this movie. I don't think she's as interesting as Laurie Strode. And therefore right. she's just, right. and then the, the granddaughter is just not as interesting as, you know, young Laurie Strode either. No, least. no, I get what you're saying. I had the feeling like they were setting these people up as they're going to kill off Jamie Lee. And then they're going yeah, to be following yeah. these. Well, that Revenge. turned out to be incorrect, but uh, yeah. okay. And then we spent like the, the thing I love about the original, like you, you have like, they're talking about, Oh God, I can't remember the name of the guy, but like, you know, they're going to set uh, Laurie Strode up with this guy, but she doesn't have a love interest. Like, but then you have a bunch of scenes in this movie where like the granddaughter has like drama with her boyfriend. And then, yeah. oh man, I, although I did love the fact that they, then in the sequel bring him back and he spends the entire movie in a dress. That's kind of funny, but um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. again, yeah. Middling film i guess i would take it over most of the other sequels but uh i, I think on the rewatch i was like ah, i wish this had been a little more halloweeny um yes yeah yeah do we do they we want to family drama i think but yeah yes. i don't know which I, I again we'll we'll talk a little more about that when we get to h2o because there's a lot of comparison yeah. there i think um do we want to move on to number sure. five on our list or is it number number four yeah. sorry number four. Oh, number four um, Ooh, we're getting to the nitty-gritty here so this one was actually pretty close. I think uh, I think uh, some of the late changes, Renee, that you made actually bumped this one up. Uh, Halloween 2018 had a total of 25 points. Uh, the mm. fourth movie on our list has 27 points. The pack is tightening here. Mm. Um, let's see. Let's let me bring up the rankings here. Um, and again, I'll, I'll uh, yeah, I, I gave it 10 points. Uh, Renee gave it nine points, and Bill gave it eight, um, which puts it at. Uh, uh, third, fourth, and fifth on our list, respectively. So it's not. It's. Uh, I think we all put this uh, pretty good. Um, this is the movie that almost killed the Halloween franchise because yep. we are uh, talking about Halloween three, season of the witch, which uh, I, I don't know if this was the original tagline. I don't, you know, the uh, Halloween was the night he came home. Uh, mm -hmm. On my DVD, it says Halloween three's tagline is the night no one came home. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, obviously, you know, you go to you, you watch Halloween one, you watch Halloween two, you know, these movies are about Michael Myers. You're going to go see Halloween three. What is Michael Myers up to now? Well, who knows? Because uh, he's not <laughs> in this movie and uh, people hated it for a long time. Uh, I think people are kind of coming around to it, though. So let's talk about why, why this is actually still a better Halloween movie than most of the Halloween movies featuring Michael Myers. <laughs> That's true. That is what, true. Do you, what, do you, what do you guys think? I mean, I... Here's my problem with the movie. Uh, my wife hates it. <laughs> she hates this movie. So anytime I watch it, I have to listen to her 
I could hear her eyes rolling behind me. They just they make there's a sound that makes. Well, and, why are uh, we talking? Why are you? Why are we talking to you? Get her out I, here. Let's, let's... I know she's just like she just. I don't understand it. And, and I get it. The story's a mess. The yeah. story's a mess, and the characters are not really that likable. Um, you know, the main character is not a really likable guy. He's, I find him a fun character, and he's well played. But can, can I interject since, since you bring him up? Uh, obviously, the main character played by Tom Atkins. I, I, I hadn't watched this movie in a long time. I something hit me that hadn't occurred to me before. And I took a note on it. And the note is, why is every woman in this film so horny for Tom Atkins? He's Tom. Uh, yeah, Atkins. Right. <laughs> but yeah, What's he's wrong with you. Up. He's, he's young Tom Atkins. But I, I was like, holy shit. Every single woman in this movie is desperate to sleep with Tom Atkins, and he's so yeah. casual about it too. <laughs> yeah. Because movies should reflect reality. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. And, you know, he and, is a recently divorced doctor. He is, and then he ends up with a woman and, who he proceeds to sleep with, and only after he has sex with her, be like, "Oh wait, uh, how old were you?" <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Again, like, but look, look. So, oh, so even even God. better is is John Carpenter, The Fog. Where he meets oh, God, Jamie, yeah. Lee Curtis, he meets Jamie Lee and, Curtis, yeah, and with it, uh, <laughs> literally, we cut to the two of them in bed. It's like yes. wow, yeah. which is like the, yeah, <laughs> maybe if you met Tom Atkins in person, you you understand. I don't I, know. You know, I don't know how Apparently women feel. Nice I don't know yeah. how women feel about, him, but clearly, uh, John Carpenter thinks this guy is oh, God's gift. Yeah, it looks. You know what? But he's got he's got that confidence. That's that's yeah, the trick true. right there. You know, guys, just take a lesson from that. If you got that Tom Tom Adkins confidence, you should sell a cologne called yeah. Tom <laughs> Adkins confidence. confidence. Look at me. Yeah. Do I have a swimmer's body? No. <laughs> and yet, look, got Jamie Lee Curtis on one arm, and you yeah. know the babe from this one, the other. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, but, I just you know something. What if yeah. what if every time John Carpenter casts Tom Atkins, he's actually a proxy for John Carpenter? Ooh. Oh, okay, getting too deep here. Let's go back. To... <laughs> Yikes! Yikes! What, what? Yeah, um, than, uh, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, no, anyway. good. no, but you know the, the story's kind of a mess, but it's 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 ambitious, and mm-hmm. you could see you know Car- Carpenter was a big fan of like the Catermass films, which is a sign of his intelligence because those are great films and, and ones that had a, re- a lot of, int- you know, good ideas and everything, maybe more than they could pull off. But, and, and this one has that Nigel Keel feel to it, you know, bring in some, this is an early example of folk horror. It's definitely one of the ones you yeah. can bring yeah. up. It's got a lot of cool bits. It doesn't make a damn lick of sense nope. uh, at all. And it's got that, annoying catchy little number there oh you love it though the silver shamrock so halloween halloween <laughs> okay no I, I i okay let me let me just real quick because that's that's uh london bridges right uh yeah. but you know they <laughs> my, my my girl my girlfriend hates horror films i can never get her to watch a horror film I she walked in as I was watching Halloween three, and later on she started singing something in that tune. I was like, "It's in your head too." You yeah. walked in for two seconds, and it was in your head. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Uh, sorry. So continue. I never even made that no, no. I mean, you know, it, it's it was a cool experiment. It was doomed to failure. There's just yeah. no way that that they they could get the info. People just hear Halloween. I, I'm I'm always amazed at how you and I. And Renee and Paul, we're not the typical moviegoer. 
that we actually pay attention to things. Yeah. And this was never so obvious as when I went to see Grindhouse, one of the movies that broke. Oh my, my heart. god! Because I love that movie, and the oh, I was, I'm there opening night, and I realized it was going to bomb. Because the theater theater was not nearly as full as it should have been. And at the halfway mark, most of the audience got up and started walking out. And I'm like, wait, 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 no, no, no. There's there's a whole other movie. And they're looking at me like, who is this strange young man? I wasn't that young, actually. (laughs) Yelling at me. Who is this strange? Who's this weirdo telling me to sit down when the damn movie credits are running? It's like, hey, pal, this isn't a Marvel movie. There's no after credit. It's like, there's a second movie. There's two movies here. Well, let me and, sorry we're, we're way off topic but i gotta tell I a story here because you brought it up i mentioned i was working in a movie theater in 2002 when resurrection came out i was also working in a movie theater five years later when grindhouse came out and at one point i was working in the box office this woman comes up very irate and says hey uh i bought a ticket for grindhouse so i was like uh yeah yeah are you are, you know are you what's is there a problem he's like yeah uh uh, I thought Kurt Russell was in that movie. It's like, yeah, he's he's in there. Well, uh, I've been in there for like an hour. I, I no Kurt Russell. <laughs> I'm like, uh, yeah, he's in. It's two movies. He's he's in the second one. Uh, <laughs> to explain to her. Anyways, yeah. sorry. Uh, no, no, Halloween just, three. He's yeah, Halloween three. So <laughs> they just thought they just thought that telling people, oh, by the way, there's no Michael Myers in this one. It's it's a new idea and blah blah blah. That people would actually hear that. And it would sink into their brains and they would not just go in there expecting to see Michael Myers and an hour and a half yeah. of Tom Atkins later, they're mad because he never showed up. <laughs> an hour and a half of Tom Atkins laying pipe later. Yeah. Myers. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know, Renee, what are your thoughts on uh, Tom Atkins? <laughs> Tom Atkins. Is he hot? I mean, what's the attraction? I have to tell you, I was a little bit like, huh? Um, and again, you know, like this was 1982. I don't know. Tom Selleck and his mustache, you know, uh, true. was right. So maybe they were going off of that. Dad it, bods well, were I, big for a while. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, like maybe he just has like a great personality and <laughs> sometimes uh, like charisma. And he's an alcoholic who like, you know, bails on his kids. He's got a horrible yeah, personality. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, yeah, exactly. But yeah, so I don't know. I don't really know um what that was about um (laughs) but the movie itself um you know i thought it was a good little decent you know mystery uh situation it didn't feel very horror movie to me but you know like for what it was it was a good um little mystery i liked (laughs) i really liked the scene when the lady got zapped in the face by the yeah little token yeah Mm. the Um, the the makeup in this movie is actually phenomenal like I think that's one of the, my my favorite parts is yeah it's, it's there's not a whole lot of it but yeah that there when it there when there is it's very grotesque that and like the bugs coming out of the kid's face uh, yeah oh, me yeah out. yeah and again like you know they were they had Halloween on TV and then there was like a mask that was in the background that I think was in another one of the earlier like Halloween or Halloween two um, so there were just like little tiny things um, but. I just love it. I love a good joke. And this is the best joke of all. A joke yeah. on the children. <laughs> the children. And the whole yeah. thing that it's like, this is all to like sacrifice a mass right. group of children. And I just love it. And then there's this line that is very easily gloss overable <laughs> is the woman they're at the hotel or no, they're actually like doing the tour of the shamrock novelty place. And the one woman says, like, he's this, like the second richest man in America and all because of like selling this shit, essentially. 
And it's like, well, no, he's like the Illuminati, of course. <laughs> like he's the richest oh, yeah. guy in America, yeah. right? And I was yeah. just like, oh, it's so good. They're just like sacrificing children and they're just so blase about it. <laughs> yeah. I will say one, one of the best cosplays I ever saw was uh, there was a guy dressed up as Michael Myers. They're a dime a dozen, but he had his three kids with him. Oh, and nice. A, and he dressed it up and I was like, oh, I had to go shake his hand. You know, it's like, you're doing, you're doing this right, man. That's awesome. You know, yeah. so this has become a, it's become the most, it's probably the most cult favorite oh, yeah. of the entire series because nobody, it had no love when it came out. I mean, visceral hatred. Mm -hmm. And now in the fullness of time, people can appreciate it more for what it is. I wish I liked it more than I do. Mm. Yeah. Um, well, I get, I, I really thought I was going to love it. You know, yeah. and then when I saw it, I'm like, it's an 80s horror movie. It is. Yeah. 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 I, I actually remember. It's funny because I remember it being I remember loving it when I first watched it. Now, on the recent on the rewatch, honestly, I probably would have put this like second if I hadn't gone back and rewatched everything. Uh -huh. But um, on the rewatch, I was like, yeah, it doesn't. It's there's a great I had like it's a great concept. The concept is amazing. The execution. Yeah. Not mm. always great. The uh, I don't know. The pacing's a little bit weird. Um, I do wish that this had actually succeeded because I would have loved to see a whole series of Halloween films. It was like an anthology. And I am curious. Of... Have you? I was just sorry, sorry to interrupt. I was just, oh, yeah. Has anyone ever heard what some of the other ideas would have been if they had uh, gone? Well, according to Wikipedia, there's like a one-liner on there about Halloween 4. I guess uh, uh, John Carpenter and Deborah Hill wanted to do like some sort of ghost story. So it's probably like, oh. yeah, I, I don't know mm -hmm. if they had like a whole bunch of them planned out, but it sounds like they were going, they were wanting to you know, mm -hmm. tackle some of the kind of classic uh, horror tropes. Yeah. Which I think would have been great. I mean, I, yeah, I wish that this is, had succeeded and we hadn't gotten another million mm -hmm. Michael Myers movies. Right. Um, yeah. Also, also, I, I think this is actually one of the best shot Halloween films. Uh, I love the cinematography on this. Hmm. Um, actually, the uh, Dean Cundey's last, he shot Halloween, Halloween 2, and Halloween 3. Uh, this was his last Halloween film before he kind of went on and got huge. Uh, he went on to shoot Back to the Future and Jurassic Park and a bunch of other stuff, Apollo 13. Um, but I think this is actually uh, a beautifully shot film. So now he was um, the guy who who shot most of Carpenter's stuff back. Yes, in the yeah, times. yeah, yeah. He shot. He also shot uh, The Fog and Escape from New York. So yeah, that's why all of all, all of his early films or all of his films from that era uh, yeah. look similar. So yeah, and I really do think our, Carpenter's artistic decline could be traced to when his films just didn't all look the same. That that relationship yeah. between a, a DP and a director when it works can really be to the benefit of both. Yeah. Another thing that, that struck me, I really, really love the, uh, the soundtrack for this one, um, which is again, I believe uh, Carpenter and Alan Howarth co uh, collaborating. Mm. This actually doesn't remind me of Halloween one and Halloween two. This actually reminds me uh, of the escape from New York soundtrack for some reason, which I love. That's uh, I, I freaking mm. love just uh, yeah. a lot of the synth stuff. He was moving away from like the piano stuff and like the traditional. I think he was trying yeah. to get away from the uh, the Halloween themes because it's but, not okay. a Michael Myers movie. All right, yeah, yeah, okay. Escape from New York was a Carpenter score, right? It was the thing was not, but Escape from New York uh, was. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. you're right, you're right. Yeah, the, the thing was uh, Ennio uh, Morricone. How do you pronounce his name? Yeah, who sound, but who did sound like he was 
trying oh, to make a score he, for a Carpenter film. He was, I, I, I that, that's, that's a whole thing in and of itself yeah. because yeah, I think, I think him and I mean, obviously Carpenter being a, uh, a musician, I think worked very closely with him. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And then, and then Alan Howarth had collaborated with Carpenter on a ton of stuff. Uh, but around this time it was, uh, he also collaborated with him on escape from New York. Mm. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, I think those are, I think those are my only notes. Yeah. I mean, this is a fun horror movie. Uh, this fun 80s horror movie. Obviously, it's probably pretty high up just because there are so many bad Michael Myers movies. Uh, I do have one other piece of trivia before we move on. Um, Ooh, this is... is oh, oh, yeah. What's that? I said, is it the same trivia that I have, potentially? It probably is. Oh. I think it's only a trivia for oh. this movie. <laughs> oh, probably. Go ahead. Take it away. Oh, is it is it by chance that the doctor's ex-wife is Annie? From the original Halloween? Uh, it is not. Well, I not actually did not realize that. Oh, oh, yeah. His ex-wife was played by Annie from the original Halloween. Oh, no. Interesting. How um, about that? This Two facts, everybody. Yeah. This is this the, the thing that I have is actually very specific to uh, when I watched the movie, um, oh. which uh, we, we record these these podcasts a little early. So what what's the date? What is the day and date that we are recording this podcast? Oh, boy. 10, 10 22, 2021. Yeah. You guys might not remember, but uh, when does the movie start? I just put a screenshot in, in chat. Oh, in Discord. God. Oh. Yeah. So, so for you at home who can't see our, our Discord, uh, the dates in this movie line up with 2021 dates for, for October. So, yeah, I thought oh, that kid. was kind of fun. Wow. Yeah. Get your maths. Get in front of the yeah, exactly. The only reason I, I realized that was because I somehow I knew that Halloween was on a Sunday this year. And that's, you know, obviously when the, the final title card is, you know, Sunday, the 31st, first Halloween. I was like, wait a minute. Um, so, yeah, I thought mm. that was kind of funny. That's all I have for Halloween three. Do you guys want to get into our uh, top three sure. or t top, top two that doesn't include Halloween? The original. OK, so. We were very close here. Halloween yeah. 3 had 27 points. Uh, our number three pick had 30 points. Um, I think we were all pretty close on this one. Let's see. Uh, yeah, Bill had it as four. Renee had it as three. I had it as number two. Okay. Hmm. And uh, so I'm, I'm actually going to go into a bit of a uh, tirade on this one. Um, <laughs> we're talking about Halloween H2O 20 years later. And it was well, kind of interesting. me. What? It delights me that you both had it rated so high because I yeah. thought I was going to be the outlier. Oh, on this oh one. no, no. Well, you all know how I feel about this because I rambled on about it already for five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Uh, all of your, yeah, all of your comments also applied to the other movie. So, um, <laughs> no. So, so if you don't mind, I'm going to kick us off on this one because mm -hmm. the the thing that occurred to me watching all these movies together and especially watching this one, um, you know, within a couple of days of watching the new Halloween is. I think both of these movies are trying to do very similar things. In a way, I think that H2O actually succeeds at doing some of those things better than Halloween 2018 does. Um, obviously, you know, it gets into the PS PTSD. It's all about her trying to, you know, deal uh, with kind of, you know, being a survivor. Uh, Halloween 2018 wants to make her into, you know, she's fighting back. Uh, which I think a lot of people like, and I do like, I actually do like that take. Um, and, you know, in this mm -hmm. one, she's kind of moved on. She's trying to move on with her life. She's trying to, you know, have a family or, you know, have a son, raise a son. 
Um, but there are a lot of things in this movie that I think actually, I don't know, I, I think I like the take uh, that this movie has more than Halloween 2018. Um, I think that the perfect example, a scene that I really, really like in this movie, it's also kind of interesting because you know that, you know, Jamie Lee Curtis herself struggled with, uh, you know, addiction, substance abuse mm-hmm. stuff that she's been, you know, very open about talking about some of the things she's been through. Um, the scene in Halloween 2018, when she comes to the dinner, uh, you know, her, uh, her uh, granddaughter got some sort of award and she's just kind of like, she's making a low key scene. And I think she grabs like a bottle, a glass of wine and starts drinking from it. And they have to like stop her. Right. Mm-hmm. Does that ring a bell? Am I remembering yeah, that scene correctly? Yeah, you are. It the was like that I, the dad's wine too. Like yeah, yeah, the dad's wine. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, they have to like say, yeah. The the scene that I lo- that I think actually like really hit home for me in this movie is uh, when her and Adam Arkin, who by the way I absolutely love in this movie, um, mm-hmm. they're out to lunch and he like goes to the bathroom or something I think, and she like orders another glass of wine and the waiter like looks at her glass and it's like full, and then you mm-hmm. realize that she like chugs it and you realize that she is she is basically trying to get another glass before he gets back because she's an yeah. alcoholic, but she's trying to cover it up. So she's mm-hmm. trying to make it look like she's still on the same glass. I don't know. Very, very mm-hmm. subtle. But at the same time, it was like, oh yeah, that actually seems like real. That like yeah. strikes me as like, I don't know. So there, I, 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 I don't want to say like, I don't want to be quoted as saying that Halloween H2O, H2O has an air of authenticity because that sounds ridiculous, but it actually kind of does. I don't know. No, um, it does. That that scene is really good because usually when they portray someone who's an alcoholic in films, they basically have them doing Foster Brooks, you know, like Dean Martin. And it, yeah. it's just that's not how alcoholics are. You wouldn't be able to function if you were that way. You You do things like ordering a second glass when someone goes to the bathroom and chugging down that first one. That's exactly what you do, you know? It yeah. is interesting. It makes you wonder if that's something she pulled from her own. Oh, um, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I have other comments, but uh, I will open the floor to, to on this one. And I'm actually kind of happy. Yeah, I'm kind of happy that everyone agrees that this is actually a mm-hmm. pretty good Halloween movie. Uh, I don't know. What, what do you guys what are your uh, what are your thoughts on this one? Why do you rank it so high? I, I, I just you know, one thing I just want to say, um, the difference, one of the differences between Halloween H2O and Halloween, the latest Halloween Halloween, is whether they whether Halloween 2 is part of yeah. the canon or not. Mm-hmm. I am not a big fan. Although I like Halloween 2 and I love Halloween H2O and everything. I rate Halloween 2 pretty highly. I am not a big fan of brother and, the brother and sister angle. Mm. Oh, I, oh, I, we'll get to that in Halloween 2, yes. my friend. I have some thoughts. But, but I was pleased to see yeah. it go. Uh, but here is the one time when I actually like it at the end of the film, yeah. when there's that scene between the two of yes. them and there's that connection because it never rang true to me. Cause it just felt too, um, you know, Leia's your sister all along kind of stuff, just yeah. kind of ripped out of the headlines. And also it's sort of meaningless from her point of view because she oh, was totally I'm... unaware that he was her brother. So she has no connection to him. You know, yeah. some stranger just came out of the blue and was like, Bill, I am your brother. It's like, okay, stranger. Uh, do you like the same color? I, do? I mean, I we could yeah. be friends, but uh, you know, if, oh, if we can two, be friends, yeah, I, you know, it's, it's just if the next day he was hit by a cement truck, I would not have be hit by the kind of grief that I would get if I lost the sisters that I've had my whole life. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. So, so he's her brother. Big. By, by the way, deal. yeah. By the by the way, sorry. Another another hit against Rob Zombie's Halloween. 
that's one of my least favorite turns in in the whole series and he doubles down on it from the beginning he's like oh they're brother and sister which uh, yeah. i hated so yeah sorry continue but but here they actually they actually managed to get something from it and it's got a great final you know yeah. which then is immediately butchered in halloween resident resurrection yep yeah yep but i like i like this one and, and it's probably the one and really i guess you gotta say this is the one that has the most meat for jamie lee curtis to chew oh yeah mm. you know so, she's she's acting her heart out here and she's the main character and she's got a great arc and everything else so because i'm a big jamie lee curtis fan this this one i'm gonna be a big fan of this film yeah, and that's why I said I couldn't really talk about Halloween without also talking about this one. That's that's exactly why. Like this, there is meat to this character. Um, she is given the opportunity to. I feel like it really examines like the effects, the impact of you know the like I said, being suffering from this trauma a lot more than than Halloween twenty eighteen does. Uh, sorry, Renee, I think I cut you off. Uh, no, 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 no. I was just saying, yeah, I, that's exactly what one of my notes kind of insinuated is like, this is the one time where you watch and you're like, oh man, like she's, she's been through some shit. And, uh, like, I mean, obviously, you know, you get a little bit of that in 2018 too, uh, cause you know, Jamie Lee Curtis. Um, but yeah, this was like one of the first times when you're just like, oh, like she's really, you know, like, like that she's and you know you internalize so much of that stuff because you can't really tell people about your history and so of course she became an alcoholic um but i have to say you know i find the best time to reveal your secret identity is when you're macking with your boyfriend because you know that's a great <laughs> mood and i kind of i kind of like that though i kind of like that just <laughs> because well no 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 because because he like for me it was like uh, and again, this is why I actually, uh, first of all, you don't often, especially in horror films, you don't often, often see like relationships between people who are like over 25. So I like right. that. Yeah. Um, right. But, but I like the fact that he, she's like, I, I read that as she's actually kind of getting serious with him, but she can't, like, she has to explain her past if she really wants to like get serious with him, if that makes sense. So I don't I know. see that. Yeah. It was literally just, though, just like like maybe do it before you're making out or after. Yeah, you're well, you know, <laughs> yeah, buzzkill. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. yeah. Um, I really did. I love the ninety '90s vibe. It was, and the, you know, the little like when uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt shows up in the beginning with a, a hockey mask on, and and I love that he just showed yeah. up and died kind of immediately. Yeah. Um, Which I think it was before it, he was he was remotely famous it right was and it worked out really nicely because yeah. kind of in retrospect you think of it as being like um oh Green. fuck yeah, yeah like which, walter white yeah. um from oh. when he was in godzilla what's his name oh 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 sorry remember I think... yeah yeah and he was in the movie for like five minutes and it was like, yeah yeah oh mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. So, no i well, um, i think it's scream specifically because they oh scream yes yeah, intentionally open with um which i gotta, I gotta say one yeah. yeah drew barrymore i gotta say one other thing that I really appreciated was going back. And I, I actually expected, I, I was kind of dreading this because I remember liking this movie and I was like, oh man, it's going to be really dated. Um, Kevin Williamson was like a producer on this movie. This is like a post screen film. So I was like, ah, uh, but they did. It, it's actually kind of surprising. They did not go all in on be like, okay, how do we ride the scream train? Obviously they were riding the train in the sense that horror was hot again, but they mm -hmm. didn't try to be like, oh, how do we get all like meta and like 
self, uh, you know, navel gazing in this, but it, it, they don't, and they they don't take what would have would have maybe felt like the 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 easy way out here and make it like how do we make a Halloween movie, but it's or a Scream movie that's Halloween, right? Right. Yeah, they definitely captured mm-hmm. that vibe for sure. I think it worked pretty well though. I liked it, and I loved LL Cool J. Oh, come on. Like, Can we talk about LL Cool J please, for a moment? Please. Oh, okay. <laughs> Normally, like, there are a lot of things in a lot of these movies where it's like they try to do comedy relief. Uh, I'm looking at you, yeah. uh, cops with the with the slide whistles in the background. Um, <laughs> first of all, I love LL Cool J. I'll say this every single time we talk about LL Cool J. I, I think he's uh, delightful in everything he's ever been in. Um, but yeah, I, I I just love him, and it's it's like always on his phone with his girlfriend, like reading his erotic fiction. And oh man, <laughs> I love it so much. I love it. I wish I he had love, been in it more. Yeah, I love. Yeah, absolutely, I agree. And I I love that like they were able to like bring in just like little bits of comedy and do it successfully. Yeah. Well, I, I also like. I think that the one thing I don't love about this movie is. I mean, the kids like obviously, you know, you can't make Mm. a a horror movie that, you know, is probably aimed at like a younger audience and not and only have older people. So I understand (laughs) why they had all the kids. But again, they're just not as compelling as the kids from the original movie. Um, Josh Hartnett's fine in it, although I cannot get over. I am forever. Every time I think of this movie, I think of his delivery of that one line where he's like, Michael Myers is dead. And I, don't know, I think it's very funny for some reason. If you don't remember what I'm talking about, go back and watch it. He did a lot of weird voice stuff with him. Oh, he it's always weird. does weird voice stuff, though. That's just... Yeah. <laughs> which I actually like him. I, I, I like him. I think I like him more in uh, The Faculty because he's playing like this weirdo asshole. And I don't know. It kind of works for him. I, yeah, I like that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Didn't, didn't love the kids, but they're actually not nearly as annoying as like the kids in... Um, like some of the other, some of the the, the uh, Jamie Lloyd trilogy sequels. So mm. I, I can actually kind of overlook that a little bit. Yeah, I was, I was yeah. very, speaking of Josh Hartnett, I was extreme. His haircut upset me so much. It's like, what <laughs> happened? Oh. It, it was chopped. It was just all over. It was that style, you know, but it was just like, oh God. Like, that's why just, was that ever a thing? That's just the Hartnett though, I think. I don't think he's it ever was, been yeah. in a movie where he combed his hair, right? Maybe. I don't think so. I don't know. <laughs> That's how he rolls. That's how he rolls. You know, I also think, okay, we're, we haven't even talked about, like, my favorite part of this movie. I think this movie understands why Michael Myers is scary. Like, hmm. I, I actually think that, like, so I don't think Steve Meyer gets enough credit um, hmm. for this movie because I think that it's actually, like, Michael Myers at probably his scariest since, uh, you know, Halloween 2. Um hmm. Because I think he understands that Michael Myers is scary when he's stalking, when he's smart, but not weirdly too smart, when he's relentless, but not like an unstoppable, you know, Jason Voorhees, uh, like you were saying, Bill. So I don't know. I I think there are a lot of great scenes. I think the scene where, you know, uh, the scene where he he comes face to face with Laurie uh, with a door in between them is still... I don't know. I uh, mostly because of Jamie Lee Curtis is such a great actress and just the look on her face, but she sells it. Um, but I just, yeah, it's, it's still kind of, you know, sends uh, chills down my spine. Um, and yeah, any, anything else uh, about H two O? I mean, I think so, to summarize, this is this is one of the films that I think gets Michael Myers right uh, outside of you know the original two. So 
I think that's mm. that's why I basically ranked it so high. It gets Michael Myers right, and it gets uh, it gets uh, Laurie Strode right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's uh, just which is all we ask things. for. That's all <laughs> that we is want. all we ask for. We yeah. can ask for a little bit. All we ask for, yeah. All we need it's, is it's Michael Myers and Laurie Strode, or failing that, Tom Atkins. Yeah, you know, the first one, it's like, well, we're going to really have a lot of gore. It's like, the first one wasn't gory. The first one wasn't, it was was scary. It had a good character that we cared about, Laurie. It had a good character that we were scared of, Michael. Boom! Do that. Oh, but that's work. Gore is easy. Hire someone who can do a lot of gore, and you have a great gory movie. And if that's your ambition, that's fine. But, you know, just keep in mind that you're following in the footsteps of a movie that wasn't like that and is celebrated not for being gory. So, you're failing your your ambition is too low yeah i mean i i feel like people forget that the original halloween like almost all the kills are off screen like yeah until until the end like it there's no actual real violence until the very like i don't know last 20 or 30 minutes which i think i think it's like the thing i love again like this is kind of what this movie gets right is it's it's not the fact that michael myers is uh like this relentless killing machine it's that he is stalking you. He is relentless in the sense that yeah. he will, if he if he wants to kill you, he will eventually get to you. Um, you, know, you know, one of the things that they, you can't put the genie back in the bottle, one of the reasons why the first Halloween works is because no one is aware that the killer, this guy in a mask and everything, is a masked killer. Yes. He, it's Halloween, so he can walk around with impunity out in the open, just yeah. walking around there. Well, Every subsequent film has the problem that at this point, everyone realizes that the big guy with the white William Shatner mask is a killer and and they're going to run, scream and call the cops. So, you know, once again, they should have stopped at one. Yeah. Well, I think I think this is a perfectly fine end to kind of this whole cycle of uh, Halloween films. Uh, I personally prefer to uh, imagine that Halloween Resurrection never happened and Halloween H2O is the final in the series and that it is indeed true that Michael Myers is dead. Um, yep. Anyways, that was my Josh Hartnett again. She uh, killed him. She killed him in a way that you could not possibly yes. bring him yes. back. Unless but... you had a really convoluted and stupid right. explanation yeah. that the screenwriter feels that like they need. Um, yeah. Anyways, so that only leaves one movie between wow. uh, all the bottom 11 or the bottom 10 and the top one. Um, so I think everyone, if you've been keeping count, you know which film we're about to talk about. We actually have a lot to discuss in this one. Because Bill and Renee, you guys both had this as number two on your list. I had it as number four. And we're going to talk about why. I think Bill's actually already mentioned a lot of the reasons why. <laughs> Talking about Halloween the second. Halloween two. Um, I, uh, by the way, I totally forgot uh, to mention this um, before we got to this. I, I meant to mention it during Halloween three. Uh, Halloween three does not have Michael Myers, but uh, it does have a Michael Myers. Because in Halloween 2, obviously, he was, uh, as we all know, played by Dick Warlock, who uh, also plays one of the robot assassins in Halloween 3. Ah. So, yeah. Um, which I had, I had forgotten about until I was, yeah, rewatched them and watched the credits. By the way, that's, uh, a so great, yeah. that's a great name for a guy, an actor in a horror movie. <laughs> Dick said. Warlock. Okay, whatever, man. Although, let's, let's dig into the meat of why I didn't put this as number two and instead okay. I had it as number four. Okay, look. Dick Warlock, no disrespect. He's a legend. He was, you know, I think a stuntman. He's been in a ton of these films. He's he's obviously, I do not mean, especially, you know, yeah, like you said, he has the best name in show business. Um, I'm convinced either they shot this movie horribly badly or Dick Warlock is like a good six inches shorter than Nick Castle. 
because for some reason, I swear mm-hmm. to God, Michael Myers is like small. Michael Myers has shrunk in Halloween too. Am I yeah. am I crazy? Am I no, crazy? No, and, and you know because it's it's it takes place literally minutes after the first one. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that that kind of hits home. It's oh, yeah. It's it, you know I don't I I'm sure there was a good reason why they didn't have Nick Castle do it. Yeah. But I don't know what that reason was. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Maybe he was busy. Uh, let me let me look him up and see what he was doing at, in 1981. Um, Unless so yeah, they thought me... they maybe they thought they had because of the fire stunts and everything that they had to have a real professional oh. stuntman who was you know because Nick Castle kind of fell into the role. Right. I was watching a documentary and it was just like, hey, could you put on the mask and stand over there? And you know, he ended up doing it that way. So maybe, I don't I don't know, but yeah, you try to make everything as similar. You know, it's a different director, Rick Rosenthal. I guess oh. directed this one. Uh, I, yeah, Rick Rosenthal, who inexplicably—I mean, this is a great movie. Uh, inexplicably, we didn't even mention it, but uh, he came back to direct Halloween Resurrection, so he should have known better. Oh dear. Um, in in uh, in in 1981, uh, he was he had a small role in Escape from New York, which he also co-wrote. So maybe he was busy working on that. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I don't know. I'll let you guys actually kick off uh, talking about why this is number two on your list, and then I'll shit all over it and uh, tell you why <laughs> it was number four. Well, I mean, four is not terrible. I mean, you know, yeah. it's it's a continuation. We've got we've got all the cast of characters. Well, again, look still at, again, look at the competition. It's actually not. It's actually pretty right. bad. When he goes, <laughs> I'm just yeah. I, oh no, this is a serious drop from the first one. This is this is the Jaws two of the of the Halloween franchise. And and you're probably thinking, ooh, this is pretty bad. But then you start seeing the others that come after. It's like, you know, Jaws 2 was okay. <laughs> it had Roy Schneider and a shark. So yeah. what more can you ask? Um, it's got it's got Loomis, and he's, you know, yep. he's got a lot, he's got a lot to do in this. Unfortunately, Jamie, like she is in Halloween Kills, is is pretty much bedridden and incapacitated. And this this freaking underlit, understaffed hospital. Yeah. I don't know. If, I don't know if they fired all the staff because they wouldn't get a vaccine or something. But there's way too few people in this hospital, and the ones that are there are easy pickings. That just seems. I mean, the hospital should be full of people and parents bringing in their kids, having their bags X-rayed for razor blades and other mythical things that never really happened. Um, you know. So so yes, it's it's not a great film, but it's like the close. It, I, I like this film more than I should just because I know what comes after it. And yeah. to me, you know, this is, this is the, the, these two, you know, it's, it's the closest thing that we got to that, that, you know, eighties vibe and everything with the original. So, yeah. you know, uh, uh, I don't know. Now, now I'm thinking maybe four would have been a better place for it, <laughs> but I don't know. Well, Renee- Renee, before I try to start changing minds, uh, why why did you put it at uh, second second best? <laughs> so, again, not to beat a dead horse, um, the I gotta I really hate that saying. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Think of how the horse I, feels. I, <laughs> I, have, <laughs> oh, I had a really hard time with the rankings, and I really just had a hard time picking what would be the second best, like. I mean, I was just trying to think, like, if you're not going to go for the first one, what the hell one are you going to go for next? And I just had a really hard time figuring it out. And ultimately, I rewatched this actually earlier today. Um, and it 
it just tied in a lot better. I'll tell you the first time that I watched it, I was, I was like, Oh, this is awfully boring. And I think I was distracted the whole time or something. So I watched it again and it just tied nicely for me into the original where it just seemed like a good, a good place for it. Um, Again, Jamie Lee Curtis was really good in this. Like that scene yeah. when she's like in the parking lot. Oh god. Like, right, yeah. like scratching on the road, like, mm. oh god, and like no one can hear her. It's just like, oh Jesus. Um, I love the scene when with Donald Pleasance when they're driving and they're like, We're here to like take you back to wherever. And he's like, What is it you people do? Fire a warning shot, bang, bang. Like he just shoots <laughs> the gun. I loved it. Um and then again, like the original razor and the candy bar reference was just kind of great. Like, you know, that's the legend you always heard about when you were a kid. It's like, there right. it was. Um, I, I love that like everybody in the movie was watching scary movies. Like every TV yeah. in the background had a scary movie on it. It was um, a callback to the original. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. There you go. Well, um, yeah. Because remember in the original, they're watching the thing from another planet, which, you oh, know, shit, coincidentally. You know, three, four years later, John Carpenter right. would remake that. Right. And someone but, was watching it in one of the other movies and he was like standing behind them and somebody had alluded. It's like he finally got to finish watching the movie um, or he like got to finally watch the end of it because he never watched the end of it in the other one. Anyway. Oh, uh, interesting. Yeah. Well, in yeah. this one, I, I do love the fact that in this one, they are watching one of my other uh, or, or one of my favorite horror films of all time, uh, Night of the Living Dead. So. That's right. That's right. Although it's actually, um, it's actually, sorry, can, can I interrupt no, real quick? Cause yeah, I forgot to mention, absolutely. uh, they, they do the same thing in Halloween three. And I love the fact that, uh, mm. they, they are, they make an intent. They intentionally show you that it's a different universe because in Halloween three, they're seeing ads for Halloween. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, which I love. Anyway, sorry. Right before Continue. he turns it to the silver shamrock yeah. commercial. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I really like that. I loved like when the guy, like little Johnny, uh, I don't know why you call him little Johnny. He was tall. Um, he's like, Hey, little John. Hey girl. Yeah. Little John, the original little John. Yeah. Um, he was like, Hey girl, you want me to bring you a Coke? And I was just like, it's a wound. Like if someone like our first meeting is like, Hey, you want me to bring you a soda? Like you just come back with a soda and a ring. Cause I mean, that's just, <laughs> no. that's all I need in my life is like a, oh. fountain, like a, just a, a fountain diet Coke is oh, just, yeah. So that was yeah. so sweet. However, I'm pretty sure he never actually brought her that Coke. Oh, um, party mm -hmm. foul. I was paying attention. Uh, so you're, you're talking about Jimmy, right? Jimmy. Yeah. 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 Jimmy. Okay. That's what I'm which, say, which, Jimmy. By, by the way, I have to, I have to mention, uh, uh, will also be showing up when we talk about the Jaws series because he is in Jaws the Revenge. Son of a biscuit. <laughs> yeah. Oh <my> <laughs> Anyways, sorry. Yeah, I so that was some of the stuff that I loved. Oh, and that like his partner, like kind of a smarmy guy. And he oh was kind God. of like trolling that girl. She's like, you're in such foul language. She's like, well, I don't know what the yeah. fuck's wrong with me or whatever. Yeah. I just, yeah, I love him. Oh, so good. Yeah, well, and then the, the like the, the obscene song that he sings. Yeah, remember that he's something about yeah you yeah it, the the character's name is Bud and he's like something about like uh, amazing grace come sit on my face or something. Oh like that. yeah! Oh, wow! <laughs> I forgot yeah. about that shit. Yeah. 
Yeah, he was like the worst, but also the best. <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah. yeah. But the, I will say, though, like in the defense of it being kind of awful, the ending was ridiculous. And like, like I was going to call her Julie, freaking Lori suddenly like has amazing gun like aim and it's uh, <laughs> just so stupid. <laughs> oh, all right. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, you uh, know, his- we took okay. out Loomis. We took out Loomis in this one, although not really. He comes yeah. back yeah. with just a bad scar, you know, looking like he's yeah. going to go after James Bond, really. But. <laughs> well, another note, another thing that I forgot to mention that was in my notes, uh, but I forgot to bring it up, so I'll mention it now because it is relevant to that. In Halloween 4, he has the burn mark on his cheek. I swear to God, though, it changes in every single scene. It never looks the same. It's <laughs> yeah. the worst makeup job. Go back and watch it if you yeah. think I'm crazy. So this one was really, this one was really, really, really tough for me to decide where it lived. Okay, and I'm gonna, mm-hmm. I'm gonna explain why it should probably be higher, and then why I can always talk myself into ranking it lower. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so this actually has some of the best sequences in any Halloween movie ever made. Um, the thing I love about the opening, so a lot of, almost, in, almost in all of Halloween, the original is seen from someone else's perspective and you see uh you see how you see michael but he's in the distance or you know he's obscured and you don't actually know if you're seeing him and that that's that's spooky that's very scary to me like that having someone in the distance or someone you know when he walks he kind of steps behind the hedges um and then her friend is like you know pretending to talk to him like all those scenes those are i don't think that halloween is like a scary like keep me up at night movie but there is a, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of style to those scenes that I I is kind of more like chill down the, the spine creepy. Um, I love all those scenes. Uh, they're, they're like very rarely do we actually I think see anything from Michael Myers's perspective. Um, I love the fact that they turned that on its head in this movie and they decided okay what can we do that's different. And mm-hmm. so the, what they do is they have the entire opening sequence is from his perspective. Which is actually maybe creepier because you see all of these people that don't know that they came inches away from getting murdered by Michael Myers. You know, the woman uh, who's making a sandwich and, you know, he comes in and grabs the knife and, you know, he's right behind her, but he just decides not to kill her. Then there's the other woman who he's he's kind of creeping on for a minute and he does kill. Um, Mm. That is all very, very creepy to me because it kind of goes into like the predatory uh, nature of him and how, you know, we're talking about him being kind of like... I don't know, animalistic. And it's like, you know, uh, there's a scene where he's, I think in the, in the hospital and we see him, he's like in a room and there's a nurse outside who doesn't see him. And it's just kind of like, you know, kind of reminds me of a cat getting ready to pounce. Mm -hmm. Um, So I don't know. I I think, honestly, I think some of those sequences, which uh, they, they do a callback to in the 2018 version uh, with that whole sequence. I I think that's some of the best stuff uh, in the entire series. Um, Love the opening. Uh, We didn't even mention it, but Halloween three was the last one to actually do the, that proper Halloween opening until Halloween mm-hmm. 2018, which I love uh, that they brought it back. I love the skull and the pumpkin. Love that. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So, so there's a lot, there's a lot. I, I, th- I think it's a very well made film. I think it's a, you know, for the most part, it's a well put together film. Um, so it, we've already talked about the, the reason that I really don't like this. Oh yeah. By the way, Jimmy, like, man, did they really try to give Lori a love interest? She does not need a love interest. I, don't <laughs> I know. Care. I don't care, you like you know. Just bring her a coke, you guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, she also doesn't need. She doesn't need a brother. Uh, <laughs> well, hey, it's funny because 
that is that is literally the thing that I think knocks this down like probably yeah. two places. There is no okay. So oh yeah, something else that I actually really appreciate uh, uh, that I had probably forgotten and I never think about when I watch the original film and I hadn't watched this one in a while. Um, but it's kind of fun because they actually do mention it directly. Uh, the entire fr- she doesn't know it's my she she has no clue who's stalking her in the original movie. She does not know until they tell her in the hospital. It's Michael Myers. She knows who Michael Myers is. She has oh, no shit. clue that is Michael Myers stalking her. When when they mentioned that, I was like, oh, holy shit. That actually that actually adds a whole new layer of context to that because um which which is which is why I am so kind of upset with a brother thing, because mm. the thing that's scary about the original Halloween, and you guys can tell me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. I've always I've always read it as Laurie Strode, everything that happens to her happens because she was in the wrong place at the wrong time right michael Michael myers was literally in his house and he saw her and like i said he fixated on her as Mm -hmm. kind of like okay this is a young woman that kind of reminds me of my sister literally everything he does after that is because he saw her and decided that she she was his next next victim and this movie totally like to me that's scary because that's like oh yeah it's not you were just in the wrong place at the wrong time there's not this convoluted dumb backstory it's a hell of a lot more scary to to have where there but for the grace of god goes i it's like once once it becomes oh no she's basically they go back she's the chosen one yes yes Mm. exactly and now it's like oh he was stalking her because but then also then you start to think like okay wait so she was she just happened to be there because her dad's a realtor and so how did he know that she was there in the first place right that she was oh but also like if the dad was a realtor and the dad, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the dad would have known that she was the Myers daughter. And, but he's still like mm-hmm. selling that house. I don't know. It's all fucked up and it's all stupid. And it also comes out of nowhere because there's, there's really no reason. Like they, 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 they have the, like uh, the flashbacks and it's like, wait, but that doesn't actually add anything to the yeah. story. Like it could have just been, she was the one that got away and that's why he's still going after her. I, I don't know. It makes me, it, for some reason, it upsets me to a, to the extent that I'm like, everything else that I love about this movie, um, it, it's it's kind yeah. of negated by that. Um, I'll, I'll also so say it's, that, it's a bad that? decision. It, it's, yeah, yeah, and it's kind of huge in a way because, like, kind of like was what this essentially what Bill was saying is like, you could be in the wrong place at the wrong time. Right. Exactly. Right. Anybody could. Now but I'm like, pretty oh, sure I don't have a missing brother. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's a big mistake. It gives Michael a motivation which he never needed, and it gives mm-hmm. her really nothing. You know, yeah, she's mm-hmm. it doesn't give her. She shouldn't be more afraid because he's her brother. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. the brother yeah. she never even knew she had. So there's no emotional resonance there whatsoever. It's it's right. simply there to, for the audience to go, aha. But then oh. once we think about, it, we're like, ah, uh, huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly so so that's the that's the first thing that it sets up that i hate about like almost like the the next whatever three or four sequels um the other thing is also like and i guess you can't really fault this movie for this but um it does plant a seed that uh, for other stuff that i hate which is like okay so michael myers uh while he's stalking Lori, while he's trying to evade the police he finds time to go to the school and write sam hain or excuse me they 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 say Sam Hain in this movie. They say Sam Hain in all the movies when mm-hmm. it's actually Sawin, which I think they say in Halloween three. But so we write Sawin on the. Listen, on the, it's spelled Sam Hain. Yeah, it's spelled Sam Hain. Yeah, yeah, that's that's how we do it in America, pal. <laughs> yeah, if you want yeah. us to pronounce it the right way, spell it the right way. 
So so he finds that, and then it's like, oh, there's actually this supernatural element uh, to him, and it's oh, Halloween is actually really important. It's like, no, he he again, there's nothing that that doesn't add anything like to the fact that oh yeah, he killed his sister on Halloween because of Salween because of the, this. Mm-hmm. You know, no, it doesn't matter. He killed, he murdered his sister in cold blood when he was six. That's enough. Like that's yeah. enough. Yeah. You don't need to add to that. Um, so and then and then of course uh, they couldn't have predicted where this would go, but then the other films latch onto that and you get the whole Mark of Thorn shit and all that. And I feel like this is kind of responsible for a lot of that. So um, yeah. I don't know. So that is that is Halloween two for me. Uh, well, well made film again. Some of the best aspects of the entire series and uh, some stuff that I really hate. That uh, you know the the only I think the the, the only thing that Halloween twenty eighteen has over H two for me. Uh, really is the fact that they dispense with that it's like yeah she's she just she she, uh he attacked her 40 years ago for no reason as far as she knows and uh she's still afraid that he you know he he could come back so um i don't know anything else we want to say about halloween 2 which i'm i'm still fine i if you know on a good day if you catch me on a good day i can ignore those things and uh you know the number two ranking is perfectly reasonable to me so no yeah. All right. We've, we've talked about so, this for what three and a half it. hours. It's yeah, amazing. We've we've gone. We've got You literally could have watched movies. two Halloween movies in the t- and, <laughs> and whittled down the list. It's true. You could have watched, you know, the best one, which the first one I think is right. like the second shortest one. So um cool. Well, yeah, I think that's it. That is our official ranking for Halloween, the entire Halloween franchise. I'm going to repeat these in order one more time just to summarize, okay? So we got from best to worst, Halloween. Halloween 2, the 1981 version. Halloween H2O. Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. Halloween 2018. Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers. Halloween Kills. Halloween 2007. Uh, Halloween 2, 2009. Halloween 5, The Revenge of Michael Myers. Halloween Resurrection. And... Last but not least, sorry, Paul Rudd, Halloween, The Curse of Michael Myers is objectively the worst Halloween film ever made. But hey, guess what? There's another one coming out next year. So we'll be back. And uh, uh. If, I can, <laughs> if I can convince people, we will do uh, a whole three hour episode on each of these movies leading up to that. Probably, <laughs> probably not. But uh, we'll see. Um, I think anyone who's made it this far is a true Halloween fan. So uh, thank you for listening. And you probably have some opinions uh, on these rankings, you probably want to tell us that we are right um, or more likely uh, that we are very wrong. Um, so, hey, if you want to do that, you can hit us up. You can email us, uh, videosforjunkies.com, which uh, our webmaster is uh, extremely lazy and hasn't actually updated the site in a while. Uh, but uh, <laughs> there, is, there is an email link on there if you want to get in contact with us. Or or um, you can hit us up uh, on Twitter at videojunkiespod. It's videojunkiespod. Um, again, our our uh, our social media uh, uh, coordinator is also very lazy and hasn't updated in a while. Uh, that's also me. But we'd love to hear from you if you love Halloween as much as we do, or hate some of the Halloween movies as much as we do. Uh, we'd love to get your take. So let us know what you think. Um, I think that's it for us, Bill. Uh, where you do like a million other things, uh, and I heard that you have a book coming out. Why I do, but it's it's like a year yeah. from now. You it's next October. Yeah, we'll we'll can't that. plug okay. it yet, but but as 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 time starts getting closer and closer, you're gonna have to like cut off my mic. 
periodically. <laughs> I edit yeah. all these things, so I just take it out. There uh, so <laughs> you can hear all about Bill's uh, book when you listen to our Halloween Ends episode next year. Oh, um, there you go. What else? What else do you want to plug? You're on all uh, decades of uh, gruesomemagazine.com. Decades of horror, the 1970s, and decades of horror, the 1980s. I'm sure some of these films are going to come up again in yeah. those. Uh, yeah, we did Halloween, and man, that's a great one. And we'll do the yeah. others too. Yes, we're because we run. You know, eventually you get start running out. We just did. We just did. Um, oh crap! I can't remember. I don't know. It was a good one. Obviously, 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 it made an impression on you. Um, cool, uh, Renee. Do you have anything to plug? What are you up to these days? Um, I just work a whole lot. Um, oh. you know, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, um, well, good. Good. Good luck with that. I'm like it's medical equipment. It's nothing exciting. Oh. Um, well, you know. It's just keeping all of your grandparents alive. Yeah. You're welcome. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I, I just um, saw my grandma for the first time in a few years and she's doing well. So I appreciate your, your help with that. Okay. It won't be too long for you just keeping me alive. And I will also be <laughs> grateful. <laughs> oh uh, man. Yeah. All right. And, um, you know, I'd say, I would say that it's 10 more days till Halloween. 10 Halloween, more days Halloween. till Halloween. Yeah. Uh, but by the time uh, they listen to this, I don't know how many days it will be till Halloween. So. Uh, I think I'm going to try to put this out sometime next week, Wednesday or Friday. Huh. So it'll still be a few days before Halloween. Um, we'll see how long it takes me to edit this puppy. Do we, so. need, to, do we need to go out with a song? Because well, Breathe deep see. the gathering but, gloom. Watch lights fade <laughs> from every room. Thank Beds, you. I bed center people I actually, look back and lament another day's useless energy spent. This is god awful. This is good though. It's beautiful when it's read by the Moody Blues. Um, New mother picks up and suckles her son. Senior citizens <laughs> wish they were young. So yeah, eat hey, you can with every that. meal. You can yeah. relate to that one, can you? <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, I did. Oh, wow. uh, we we've been on we've been on vacation for a couple of months, but hopefully we will have more content soon. Oh yeah. Uh, we left we left off with a couple of Living Dead movies left to cover. Uh, so when we kind of reconvene, hopefully we can get some of those. And we can also talk about some other movies. There are a couple on my list. A couple and then we're going to do the Godzilla franchise and it's going to be All a 27 them. hour podcast. All of them. Uh, yes. We're going to do we're going to do each movie individually and then we're going to do a ranking uh, episode. Oh, to culminate, my God. And uh, that will include every single uh, every single one of them. Uh, so yeah, that that will just be Bill though. None of us will yeah, be, yeah, just no be one else talking wants to do that. for twenty seven hours. Um, <laughs> I honestly probably don't want to watch most of those movies, but um, oh, you'd you'd actually you you were okay with watching twelve Halloween movies, of which eleven are marginal, and watch twenty five <laughs> Godzilla movies where oh. a significant portion are pretty good. Okay. Are there, right. are there only 25 Godzilla movies? No, I think there's probably more. I'd have to. I was going to say, I thought it was more like thirty five. I mean, I still, um, I, I just about fell out of my chair when you told me there were 12 Halloween movies. I knew there were way too many, but I yeah. didn't know how many too many. Yeah. Well, right. anyways, the point is, uh, you know, stay tuned. Follow us on your favorite podcast uh, service, whatever that may be. Uh, you know, subscribe to us, whatever it is. Also, feel free, if you enjoyed this episode, leave us a five-star review. Uh, tell us how much you enjoy our content, because I guess that helps us out. So, uh, oh, assuming... Also, assuming hold- Holy crap yeah. on a stick. There's 36 Godzilla movies. It's the yeah, longest running film franchise. Jeez. There you go. Is, is that just the, the Japanese ones or is that all? Uh, is that 32 including... Japanese ones, okay. the, the one we don't speak of, and then the three <laughs> most recent ones. Yeah. Okay. So. 
Well, we're, yeah, so tune in next week where we will be talking about all 36. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, I hope you guys didn't have anything planned this weekend. Yeah. Um, I think that's it for us. Uh, good night and uh, happy Halloween. Yeah. Good night, everybody. Halloween. Stay safe. <laughs>